Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630 The Word. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization keeping kids safe online through cyber parenting and open communication. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today, we're wrapping up our pornography series, and we've mm-hmm. been on this topic for five weeks. We've had three guests. Mm-hmm. And it has been a great series. Absolutely. Like, I've learned a lot. Well, we've tackled it from every angle, from a certified psychologist, uh, from the founder of a great ministry, and, and just really our own personal experience and what we've learned through the Next Talk ministry. Yeah. First, we had Charles Coulter, and he was a been a licensed counselor for 14 years. He's He brings with it not only the husband and dad perspective, too, he's also the founders of Counselor Ch- Mm-hmm. It's one of the first online-based faith community counseling services, which I think is so cool. Well, we're busy. In this fast-paced world, who yeah. has time to make an appointment and go to a marriage counselor? Well, you can put the kids in bed at night, crawl in your bed, go to counselorchat.com and meet with your counselor. Very cool resource. Check it out. Absolutely had some great information there. And help. If you are needing counseling in person or online, please reach out to him. Find out how he can walk you through whatever season of life it is. If you're struggling with pornography or if you're struggling just parenting through pornography with your kids, he's a great resource. Yes. Then we had best-selling author Kristen Jensen. And I was so excited to have her on the show because I found her resources about four years ago when this whole thing started with me. And I remember not knowing knowing who she was. I Mm -hmm. found her book and it was amazing. It helped me start the pornography conversation with my kids and just opened up so much. So when we had her on the show, I felt like I was meeting a star. You were sweating a little. I was like so (laughs) excited to have her on the show. She wrote Good Pictures, Bad... She co-authored Good Pictures, Bad Pictures. And that is really for ages six plus. Most recently, she authored Good Pictures, Bad Pictures Jr. because she is seeing what we're seeing at Next Talk, Mm -hmm. that there has been a shift. Mm -hmm. And so people need to talk about pornography. I know this sounds shocking with their three to six-year-old. Yeah, well, and it's hard to imagine that. Where do I start? What do I say? What's appropriate? How These, do, you don't want to scar them. You don't want to scar them. And, and, you know, we're the first generation parenting this technology and this pornography in their hands through a device. So we have to start early. This is their world. And these two resources are a really great way to do that. They make it easy to start the conversation. And I know it may seem crazy, but when your two-year-old is walking around with the iPad playing Barney, she could accident, she or he could accidentally click on something that takes them to a bad site. And we just need to prepare them for how to react when that happens. You're dating yourself with Barney, girlfriend. I'm telling you, Barney, <laughs> Barney. My kids are older now. I, who's popular now? Who's popular now? Oh, my goodness. Good question. Yeah. Well, the problem is that there's so many now because they have such yes. access to Netflix and yeah, every kind of thing that everything is popular and they're click, 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 click through them. So you've got to walk them through all of that. This is a great way and great resource to start that conversation. And then the last show, we had Jonathan Darty here. From Be Broken Ministries. So good. That was a good show. Mm. Uh, he, what he is doing, 
So he had a, you know, pornography and sexual addiction that he walked through. Um, his marriage was in shambles, left mm-hmm. no no thought of a reconciliation at that point. And what God did in his life, you know, he showed him that he had a sin, and then he walked him through how to get through it. And yeah. I think, you know, we touched on that. That was so important. It's one thing to say, so many times in our society, we say, well, yeah, porn's a problem. We know yeah. it because yeah. it's one click away. Yeah. But what is the process to fix it? Yes. And I love that's where Jonathan came in. I mean, he approached it from a marriage perspective mm-hmm. and how to walk the spouses, the man and the woman through the addiction. Yeah. And he had two great resources. And we have those all on our last show. Um, everything's on BeBroken.com. But you can check that out. It was really good. And I loved how that can apply to so much more. Absolutely. You know, what he's talking about, the process of identifying sexual sin, walking through healing, and then, you know, it's important to walk away from it. And that's the hard part is not just to identify it, but what are my action steps afterwards? And we can apply that to parenting. Absolutely. In the church. Absolutely. Being able to know the process and walking our kids through what that looks like in their own sin, not necessarily sexual and starting that at a young age and having that open communication. Um, that was what was so lovely and, and amazing is that even though we're talking about pornography and sexual things, sin, things that not everyone can relate to, the steps on healing and true change are really the same. The Holy Spirit yeah, and being obedient and being repentant. And so great resources on their, their website, BeBroken.com. And that will take you to, if you go there, that will take you to their online community, pure online. A pure community. Pure community, thank you, online, um, with great resources for every age and every situation. So please check it out and see what you can find. You know, there was something that he said in his show that we talk a lot about here. I have a chapter in my book about it, is that he said, walking through this process, I couldn't talk to my kids about it had I not healed myself. Sure. Had I not gone through the process of recovery and, you know, getting it all right and figuring it out why it was bad for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but now that he's walked through that process, there's no topic off limits in his home with his teenage kids because he's healed from that. Yeah. But so many times we have found, and I, in my personal life, Mm-hmm. Me, from mm-hmm. experience, I write about this in my book. I avoid certain subjects with my kids because I don't want to have the question, mommy, did you? Yes. Dot, dot, dot. Yes. I call it the dreaded did you questions. Mm-hmm. So this is such an important topic. I just wanted to plug it here because we're going to have our next show is going to be about that. We're going to really tackle into that about looking in the mirror and getting healing on yourself. So we're going to go right from our porn um, series into that show next. Yeah, it's it's the hard work. It really is. And, uh, you know, it's where you have to dig in. It's the battlefield. It's the battlefield. Um, I I just want to bring up one more point that he mentioned that really hit home for me. And I think a lot of us, it's real easy. I shouldn't say real easy. Sometimes it's easy to share parts of our past. But don't forget to share what you're currently struggling with, Mm -hmm. too, with your kids. And I love that because I focus a lot on here's what mommy did when I was, you know, eight years old, or this is what I used to struggle with. And that's easy then to set your kids up for thinking that everything is perfect now. Mm -hmm. Like all your struggles were, were back then, but now you're perfect. And so they're striving for this 
perfection instead of realizing that we are a work in progress through the Holy Spirit for our entire life. And so sharing our current struggles with our kids is just as important as the ones that we've conquered through Christ in the past. Well, you know, and just going off of that, we I mean, now that my kids are older, they're kind of a they are my accountability partners. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. In fact, I had something that stung the other day, really stung. So, you know, one of the key things that we say is teach your kids early, no phones in bedrooms or bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Like it's just key, no -hmm. phones in bedrooms or bathrooms. And that's for a number of reasons, because sharing nudes are popular when they get older, pornography, all of those things. And so you can just start those key lessons early without introducing them to the big terms. And um, my daughter, my 13-year-old daughter, I was in the in the bathroom taking a shower, and I forgot and left my phone on the counter. Mm-hmm. And my daughter came in and saw it. Mm-hmm. And my teen said, Mom, I cannot believe <laughs> that you did this. And y'all, it was, it was a good wake-up call for me. Sure. Because, and I told her, I said, well, I'm not perfect. I'm struggling right along with you to figure out how to handle this little device and yeah. where to take it. You know, we also had a conversation because daddy leaves his phone in the bedroom at night because of work, if Mm -hmm. he gets a work call. And so we did talk about how sometimes it looks differently for adults and kids. Yes. Because that is definitely, there are situations where you, if you're on call, you have to have your phone with you. Um, But just that concept of like talking with them about, I I mean, when I see pornography, I've seen pornography a lot on Twitter, mm-hmm, a lot, mm-hmm. and I will tell my my daughter, it's hard for me to look away. Like, I want to go block that, and but, you know, I have to protect my heart and mind, and just sure. talking with them about that struggle, too, that yeah. continuous struggle of this phone in your hand all the time and what you can see and what you can access, we're struggling with that just right along with our kids. And, you know, this whole series, I would say one of the running themes in this pornography series has been talk about it. You know, talk. that's that's really what we're all about here at Next Talk. But it's one of those subjects that I feel like women, especially also men, but women really struggle even to say the word, you know, let alone talk to their kids about it. But if you don't, someone else will. Yeah. Every single guest has said that in some way or another. They will be exposed. It's not an if, it's a when. They will be exposed, and you've got to start the conversation early. Well, and let me remind you, you know, when my daughter was in fourth grade, my story is that she didn't have a phone, and I didn't think we had to talk about pornography. But someone told her the details. He didn't even show her Mm -hmm. the actual pornography. He described graphic details to her. So she was exposed in a different sense but she was still exposed. We needed to be talking about pornography and we cannot fall into the trap that Satan wants us to, that we don't have to talk with him. That complacency, you know, he comes to steal, kill and destroy. Yes. So we have to have our guard up, you know, good pictures, bad pictures is a great starting point for you to start this conversation. Um, The other thing we need to do is talk about we need to role play with our kids. Yeah. Like once we've introduced them and we've said this, you know, you can see this and there's good pictures and bad pictures and this is what you do. We need to role play with what to do when it happens. Kids, especially little ones, they really need clear, simple steps. They yeah. need to know what the expectation is. If we're just generalizing things and saying, don't look at bad pictures or don't look at pornography, that doesn't give them an understanding of what do I do then? Yeah. What are the steps that I do? So the role playing is really important in starting it young. And this is what happens. Sometimes your kids will be at school 
and pornography will pop up either on your kid's phone or somebody else's phone. Mm-hmm. And and the kids have never been taught how to process it. Sure. And so they see it and they're shocked. Yeah. And they are like, what? Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, look at this. And then they show people. Sure. Out of innocence, they show people. Well, we're drawn to things just like watching a car accident. You uh, slow down the car, you're staring. Because yes. You're like, what is happening? It's an unfamiliar thing. And so we need to explain to them Yes, you'll feel those feelings, but what do you do with it? And I can tell you from experience that most school districts will suspend your child if they show another child pornography, no matter what the intent was, even if it was like shock and they didn't mean to like expose them. Yes. And so in my book, I share three things to teach your kid to do on role playing if porn pops up on their device. One is turn it off immediately. Turn it off. Never, ever show. Number two, never, ever, ever show a pornographic picture to another child you cannot distribute pornography to other children Mm -hmm. Um, three report anything pornographic to a parent or school official Mm -hmm. you know with my kids i say if it's a school computer or a school ipad or whatever tell the teacher yeah if it's your personal device your personal phone turn it off Put it in your backpack until you get home, and then we'll report it together, and we'll talk about it. But it is very important to tell our kids not to show others the pornographic picture when it pops up. So those three steps are in Mandy's book, um, and they're real simple. You can simplify them for your little ones and start early. It doesn't even have to be with pornography, but that sets them up for success when they actually do see a bad image. We have been role playing this in my household um, for a long time, and I have you know the little ones of the group and the team, and um, we just recently had a situation, and it wasn't pornography, but it was a violent game mm-hmm. that um, downloaded on my son's tablet, and he put it down really quick, and he said, "Mom, I want to I want to talk to you about something." I said, "Okay," and he said, "This is the game that we talked about not being appropriate for me," and I was downloading a bunch of them, and I. Press the download for this one. I haven't played it and I wanted to show you and could you please take it off my device? And so starting that early with anything sets them up for knowing that that is the process automatically when they see pornography a little bit older and then rewarding them when they do it right. We talk about this a lot. You know, when they see a pornographic image, you want to shut it down. Just get it out. Throw away the phone. Don't overreact. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Reward them for doing the right thing and coming to you um, and praise them for following through on all the things that you've set up. Yeah. And, you know, don't fall into the into the trap of thinking, well, they're playing a four plus app Mm-mm. and it's safe Mm-mm. because we've learned that, you know, especially ads, if you don't pay to have ads turned off. Or even if you do, there are some that can come through. Yes. But the ads like a four plus app can have an ad for a 12 plus app. Mm -hmm. You know, we got a call recently where uh, um, a mom, their kid was playing a four plus app and then a 12 plus app was advertised to their four year old. And it was about having an affair. Somebody caught somebody in bed with somebody else. And this app popped up and their four year old is looking at it. Shocking. Like video of a man and a woman in bed and then somebody else standing over them. So, I mean, they're in, they're infiltrating our kids. And so, what we're saying to you is don't freak out. Yeah. Don't take away all technology. This is their world. Yeah. They're growing up in a new and different generation than we did. But we do have to equip them to walk through this. And when they see something 
weird, a red alert should go in their mind. And we should have created a safe place where they can come to us and tell us everything they're seeing and hearing online. And the number one thing we're not going to do is yell. Yeah, We're going to remain calm. We're not going to yell at them. We're not going to get mad at the internet. <laughs> well, we that might. That sounds so old. We might get a little mad at the internet. When, when people <laughs> use the phrase the internet, I'm like, we're on to apps now. You know, like the internet is old. Um, but to phrase it in our old term generation, don't be mad at the internet. <laughs> Um, this is the world and there are so many wonderful things to technology. Sure. You know, when my husband is traveling and we can FaceTime at the end of the night and all still say our prayer family prayers together, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. And so a technology is amazing sure and it's is. wonderful. But just like anything, Satan can use good things for bad. And that's where we need to have our guard up. Don't let it become a wall between you and your child by losing your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, when this happens, because it will happen, um, don't, like we said, don't t- threaten to take away the cell phone. None of that. What you need to do at first is step away. Because a lot of times our, you know, we're human too. And our first reaction is to like lose our minds, but you've got to breathe, mm-hmm. step away so you can process and pray first. Just give yourself that moment so that you can respond in a way that's fruitful. Yeah. You know, we talk to a lot of parents and we get a lot of calls saying, I just found porn on my eight-year-old's mm-hmm. iPad, mm-hmm. family iPad, or my 16-year-old's phone. Sleepovers are a big one. Sleepovers are yeah. a big one. Yeah. You know, continually get exposed to it, sleepovers. And so when they come to you with this or you discover it, mm without them coming to you and coming clean, it's really important to step away from that device and child and breathe and process and pray, like Kim said. Um, And then the other thing is, once you've cooled down and you've stepped away and you've prayed and processed, you need to create some conversation around this Mm -hmm. because your child needs to understand why pornography is bad. Why can't I look at it? And, And when I say that, I want you to think about your relationship with Jesus. When he gives us rules and restrictions, if we don't have an active relationship with him, they feel like a whole bunch of rules that we have to follow. Mm -hmm. But when we know the heart of God, when we have a relationship with God, when we see that all these restrictions are to protect us emotionally and physically, when we get to that point in our relationship with God, they don't become rules and restrictions. They become, thank you, God, for protecting me. That's how we, that's the relationship we want to have with our kids, that they will come to us because they know that we're not going to implement, you know, we're not going to take away their phone for a year when Mm -hmm. they tell us these things. We're not going to, but we're going to talk through these things about why is it important to protect your heart and mind and share scripture and, you know, even share stories, share a story from your past. Yeah. When is the first time you saw pornography or when is the first time you tried alcohol and what it led to and mm-hmm. the pain that came out of that? Um, those are great conversation starters to like start this journey. It's hard. It's hard work. It's difficult to bear yourself and let your kids see that you have struggles, but it's so important. You know, just like Mandy said, they, it feels heavy when it's just rules and restrictions and what you are looking for with your kids, just like in our relationship with Jesus is a hope 
in a future in a lightness because we know it's a good thing. And so that relationship, as we have said again and again with each of our guests through this pornography series is key. And that means openness and that means communication as we talk about here all the time. You know, another cool thing, my kid is, my oldest is a science guy, a math guy. He loves facts and numbers and figures and cool information. And so doing some research, you know, when this happens, do a little bit of research and explain to them what you've learned. You know, my son would love to know a statistic or he would love to know how something um, affected the world or people his age or whatnot. And he would really be drawn to that. So do some research that they can apply and understand. That's also a helpful tool. Well, you know, like Charles said, our first guest, you know, there's a rush of dopamine in the brain and it creates a trigger that you want more and you need more and more to fill it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, your science kid would probably love that, you know, to know, to really know about the dopamine and how that affects the brain and how it causes you to want to look at that. And then what I loved about Kristen Jensen is in her book, she talks about how we take those emotional feelings and we think with the thinking part of the brain. And so, you know, you can take them through that process of taking your emotional part of the brain, but then moving it to the thinking part of the brain. And again, that's in good pictures, bad pictures. You got to get a copy of that book. It's it's great. Well, we figured out over the years that that process is good for us. It's good for every situation. It's good for your, when your it's teenager so is a teen and has, yes. you know, we all have a little attitude sometimes. And yes. when those attitudes collapse, I'm like, okay, I got to take these feelings mm-hmm. and I got to move it to the thinking part of the brain before I go off on this child. Yeah, that happened to me the other night. My husband was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> we were literally sitting at the table and he just put his hand on my knee and he's like, who are you? You were thinking with the emotional part. I of your was. Brain, I yeah. was having a moment, and it. What was so great about it is I wanted to be like, what you know, and like go more into the emotional side. And in that moment, I just really felt the Holy Spirit say, "Let's just talk through this." Let's yeah. just, and I was able to literally think through what had been happening in the week and what we had been experiencing. And as I was verbalizing it, it was becoming very clear as to why I was feeling crazy town. Yeah. And so moving that over and teaching your kids that process is yeah. so important. Yeah. It's just a key thing. Yeah. Another tip you can do if you find your child, your older child with pornography and you've discovered it, they didn't come to you with telling you about this. You know, this is going to sting a little, but I'm going to say it because admit your part. Yeah. And and what I mean by that is cyber parenting has blindsided all of us. Mm-hmm. It's a new generation. Mm-hmm. And I forgot, I did not know that I had to prepare my child for pornography. Yeah. So when she was exposed to it, once I processed through the emotions, I told her, I'm so sorry. You were told about all these graphic details and I didn't prepare you for this. And I was, that's what I'm supposed to do as a parent. Yeah. And so just acknowledging that, that we may have missed something like I did to my child, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it opens up some conversation. And then your child is like, oh, this isn't all on me. Now they do have to take a part in it. At some point, it becomes their responsibility and they have to look away. Um, But that's another thing. You know, if you're walking your kid through a porn addiction, you've discovered it, you're starting to create conversation, walk them through this, you know, have a little emoji that they can text you. And when they're wanting to look at porn and you're not going to respond with anything, but you're going to try and get home and take them for a Starbucks run or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, like come up with little tools that can work for your family to help them through this addiction. 
you know, speaking of accountability, we have a next talk leader. Her and her husband have walked through pornography addiction, yeah. and they have shared their story on our videos um, on our website. Truly, if you are struggling with this or you think that perhaps your spouse is, go to our website. You can hear their full story there at nexttalk.org under our videos. Yes. And um, you'll see the process and what that looked like how they walk through it and what they do now. Yeah. Yeah. He was convicted and, and came to her and said, I, I struggle with this. Yeah. But the grace that she gave him and she will say I, that wasn't I don't know who that was. It was God yeah. giving yeah. him grace at that moment. Um, but they have had struggled with that and walked through it. And it's a great video. You can check that under nexttalk.org under our video series. But the thing is, whether your husband or your child is struggling with pornography, walk with them hand in hand in this. Try and overcome the addiction together. Be a team, not working against each other, yeah. but working together to fight the enemy that wants to take your family down. That's Satan. The true yeah. enemy is Satan. Well, and Satan wants us to keep things in the dark and yes. to tell us that we are the only one who is experiencing this or who is feeling this way. And that's why it's so important to get help. God is bigger than pornography or any addiction that you face. He is bigger. He can restore and he can heal if it's in your marriage or with your kids. And so see a counselor, talk through this, go get help. You do not have to suffer in silence. You are not alone in your struggle. For our wrap-up segment today in our five-part pornography series, we want to remind you, one, your kids will see porn. The question is, at what age? You've got to start the conversation early. Two, prepare your kids on how to respond to porn. Role play with them. Show them what to do when they see it so they have a plan. They are equipped. And three, continually discuss how to process pornography and other images. Talking is key. The relationship is so and most important. Yes. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization keeping kids safe online through cyber parenting and open communication. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?